This is episode 65 of the Reading Cove Book Club's podcast. We're always looking for great new members, so if you're a book lover who may be interested in joining an online book club, please visit our website at thereadingcove.com to learn more about the group. For April 2016, we're discussing Memory Man by David Baldacci. So hi, I'm Millennia in Florida. And I'm Roberta in Georgia. And Roberta and I are two members of the Reading Cove Book Club here today to chat about Memory Man by David Baldacci, our book club's 185th pick, which was chosen by Nicole over in Texas. So hmm, this wasn't, I wasn't a fan of this. I don't know about you. I Well, I, I see, you know, <laughs> it's once again, you and I who've known each other forever. Ever. <laughs> But we we often have very differing tastes on certain things. Yes. So, uh, yes, I could see by your rating that you didn't care for it at all. I did not. You want me to go first or you want to go yeah, first? Yeah, you, you go first. Okay. So, the long and short of it was, if I were to sum up this book, Memory Man, I think it's a household name author's assembly line cash grab. I don't think there was any care put into the story as to whether or not it was plausible, whether or not it you know, respected anybody's intelligence, if anyone who's past 10th grade, it was just a convoluted plotting mess. The plot had zero credibility. That's my summary. What do you think? (laughs) I liked it a little bit better than you. A B and I saw that our our fellow co-member and, and, you know, and moderator in the co, she liked it a lot. Yeah, a lot. I think most people liked it a lot but so but you know i'm sorry and i'm sorry cheryl can't be with us today to you know lend her input right but i didn't give it an a like she did did and the main thing that bothered me is what you know uh, what bothers me a lot and either these procedurals or other types of mystery that they seem to want to repeat certain details yes over, <laughs> over again and like I already knew that was out somebody else's mouth. So you don't know whether they think because people are so much into like sound bites and little small things that they think people don't have an attention span. So that that's one thing that really really bothered me. Not so much about you know his books as I read a couple others. I read the whole series of the Camel Club, which I really like mm-hmm. because all the characters in that were pretty much really quirky, sort of off the grid type people. They were sort of conspiracy theorists, but the only thing is, in some of the cases, you feel like it's it's not really you know a theory. It's it's true. Right. It's just it's not being let out to the general public, and and but they you know have inside means and ways to stay under the radar. But this one, I said that was my main complaint is that. I, with a lot of these type of books that you think, please don't think I'm, you know, distracted or, or not that smart that I can't remember stuff for like 50 pages. Right. So that, that bothered me. And I think the main reason I liked it, yes, it's pretty much went through this uh, similar formula of a police procedural thing with how it's laid out and how it's done. But the main reason I became interested in Amos Mm-hmm. about what happened with him. I don't know. I would think that they wouldn't just throw this out there like it was science fiction. I would think there are people that have, 
you know, certain types of memory, either because they're born with it, like people that have Asperger's or something similar to that. No, I think it is an actual condition. Yeah, I think so, because you see a lot of people that really have certain talents that you think, where did this come from, you know? And it has to be something in their brain, whether they were born with it, or you could still see that people that get these traumatic injuries, I can see something happen to them because their whole brain has been banged up and your body and your brain need to heal themselves over time mm-hmm. and, and the circuits could be you know really changed around so i i liked amos i think that's the one thing that uh, made it uh, a better grade for me because i i could kind of understand where he was coming from and he also he wasn't like one of these you know hot looking police detectives <laughs> like you see on tv or in some of these mo- movies he was just a big lumpy guy as we were told repeatedly repeatedly yes. ad nauseum i i know I, I agree with you on that part but i mean so it, he he was all about being able to pick up on things or know things because of his like his memory you know his perfect memory as we were told it was a dvr <laughs> ad nauseum i swear i i thought we could do a drinking game for the number of times <laughs> dvr is printed in this book we Honestly, play. we'd be drunk in <laughs> the table, right? But I have to agree with you on that. But some of, and it's quite possible for someone to be like the woman was, you know, that um, Brent was it? I think I have Belinda, Belinda, Belinda. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. Belinda slash Billy. She had been through just a, a horrible, traumatic thing. And... I don't buy that character. I'm sorry. Yeah. She. Okay, here is the plot, ladies and gentlemen. (laughs) Obviously, you should have read this if you're listening, because spoilers. But this is the plot. So Amos Decker, the book opens with him discovering this brutal murder of his wife, daughter, and his brother-in-law, right? Right. Now, I am not 12. I have read a million books. (laughs) And so it's going to take a lot more to draw me in than just this police officer or this detective finding his family murdered. So we don't know the family. We haven't spent any time with them. There's no emotional connection. So but the book opens that way. So you're curious to find out the development that's going to happen. Like, okay, who did this to him? Why? It's a like you said, it's a pretty generic storyline I'm sure if you're well read you've encountered this type of story before Amos does have the unique characteristic of having this um, perfect memory that's like a DVR and he sees things in color and it talked about how he saw the murders in blue or red or something and blue I think yeah blue Blue. yeah Yeah. and okay so when it started I was curious enough to to go with him to find out who did this and why when school murders happen And he is assigned, he's turned into this slob and he's just kind of sleepwalking through life, right? Because his family's been slaughtered. Right. The plot is that this woman, Belinda, who is a transgender, right? She has both male and female body parts. Right. She did this to him 20 years after he said something that pissed her off in a support group meeting. I, I, I was just like, what? Yeah, I'm what? <laughs> 20 years later? And then, okay, she slaughters the family. And then a year later, she goes to the school and kills kids in the school? All about him, too? Well, the other people that apparently, you know, had hurt her and, and everything. But these were just, these weren't the literal people. These were people that fit the category of her, um, you know, abusers. But, you know, still, yeah, I, I would think if somebody was 
you know, that messed up and everything that they, you know, wouldn't do it right away, but they would start planning it and, um, you know, try 20, to fix it. It's been 20 years. Yeah. Well, he guess- has a wife now, a child, and they didn't know each other. This is why I, I, I just thought when I closed the book, I go, okay, this is not a thinking person story. It ended up like a comic book almost yeah. right and then i mean i don't even know why you had the that's one thing i forget i don't know why leopold was in there because he he was like a, a red herring to throw you off but at the same time early on you you know just because of what they discovered about his whereabouts that there's no way he, he could, could have done it. He could have done it. The yeah, only- and that was interesting. In the beginning, that kept me interested because I'm thinking, okay, who is he? Why is he confessing? I didn't believe he had done it. No. So I was curious to find out, okay, what's the story there? And it just turns into this mess. It's not believable. In the If you believe this, then... <laughs> yeah, I said, well, you know, and I, I agree that, you know, if you had really wanted to make it seem more true to life, then she could have done other things and somehow, you know, involved him. But you would think, yeah, she did, you know, eventually get around to k- killing her parents because they had, you know, taken her horrible uh, situation and, and turn it into a, a gravy train for themselves. Right, right. And in the same way, she got back at the uh, the dad of one of her abusers, a rapist, you know, the, his son. Mm-hmm. Like they used to say on this other show I watched with A.J. Benza years ago, he was riding high. Yeah. <laughs> but then he yeah. crashed. So the dad had been punished, and you don't know it at the time. But you figure probably the, the his son is is either hiding out or is dead. As it turns out, yeah, he's he's dead. He's dead. I can forgive the repetition, all these things that were just repeated over and over. When I can overlook that, I am sorry, but I cannot swallow Belinda as a character or the extent to which she did all these things and the motive for it it's it to me that needed to be much stronger i mean damn make her a jilted girlfriend or something yeah. give her more of a reason to, to be so doggedly intent on ruining his life right like this it just just doesn't hold water and i i just thought it's so poorly constructed you can just read that first chapter when he discovers his family murdered and then jump to the end and read the last couple chapters and save your time honestly because this was just totally incoherent i'm sorry i gave it a d i was so i thought this is clearly you know a product of that that household name assembly line cash grab because they know david baldacci's name will sell the book and will give it the exposure it needs to find that marketplace that will suspend their disbelief enough to buy it but i don't believe they they cared one iota that this thing did not make any sense whatsoever well yeah um, well like you said it's a lot like you said a lot of these authors have been around for a long time and been prolific that a lot of times like i said that's an automatic you know read or automatic buy for these people because they they just like you know the author and like to be entertained but you know he has written other things that were a lot better than this one you know in my humble opinion because i as i said i read all those camel club series ones and i like them a lot because they had these characters that they were in bad shape, but you could still identify them because they were trying to right wrongs and you know make things better, even though they couldn't do it you know up close and personal. Mm-hmm. And then the uh, two that were just sort of sweet and nostalgic, the one, the Christmas train, and then the other one, wish you well. Those were more like sort of sentimental you know stories, and you know those were nice sweet books. So that was a real de- departure for him. 
But right. I said, I haven't really read anything else other than before this, other than the Camel series. And, and I, I like those. But you, like as you said, just like with James, James Patterson or some of these other authors that have been around forever, they don't you know, want to write great literature. They just want to write things quickly and get them out to their, their fans. You know, they, they just think they're more like entertainment writers as opposed to um, someone that's going to write something of, you know, lasting va value. Right, right. But I still have to say, Mr. Baldacci, if you're listening, <laughs> <laughs> if you happen to be listening or should ever listen, I just have to say, mindless entertainment or not, give the reader a little more respect. That's, right. that's well, all I would say. I mean, there are people who obviously a lot of members of our group and you and everybody who doesn't care and just find it entertaining. But I just think you should have that. You knew this was a convoluted mess. You knew yeah, it. Well, you knew you just threw this together and, you know, knew it would fly and whatever. And just don't please just have a little more respect for the commercial <laughs> audience. I beg of you. <laughs> Because this is insulting. It really is. I'm sorry. that I, I just have to call it like I see it. Well, yeah. Belinda, her motive for doing this to Amos was just completely not credible. You know, if they had both gotten out of this place and, and within a year or so... Yeah. She had started doing things to him. That would that would be more swallowable. But yeah. for her to have waited twenty years to do this, why he you and he he didn't even know her. Right. And then when he discovers it and he remembers her from the class, it's like oh, it makes sense to him that she did it now. No, well, <laughs> I, I just think if I had been the author, which I'll never be. But <laughs> I would have gone with something a little bit, you know, closer to make it feel a little bit more credit that she had, you know, even though she was a mess, you know, herself, that she had more motive to do these things, you know, not long after she was out of the facility. Yeah. Or even if she did wait 20 years, build it up, give give it okay. substance sell it and and the fact that you like you said leopold to me why since she can play a man and a woman and she did often right, right. disguise herself she should have been leopold right let you know you didn't need that character no the other ones you know i understood them for good or for bad but you know once i got you know later into the book uh after you know leopold had vanished for a little while and then he came back and you find out a few more things about him i just think well, you know, other than being a red herring, I don't, I just really don't see, see the point. Yeah. I mean, the other characters, I either liked or I felt sorry for them, you know, that what they'd all, what they'd been through and, and all. So, yeah. And I guess he ends up going to work for the FBI with the reporter. Right. And that's how the series going to continue. will continue. But I'm sorry. I can't. It's so ridiculous. And, you know, the the way Belinda was sleeping with the high school girl, what was that about? I know, I didn't understand that too much, but <laughs> I, I guess that was just to get, you know, insider information. And then how would she know that Decker, who is now a recluse, would end up being the one investigating the school shooting? Well, not unless she was sneaking around, you know, looking or... or had a uh, somebody on the inside that was giving her tips you know I don't know that di they didn't make that real clear yeah I mean it was that was just a convenient thing that right. he would end up being a part of they would ask him hey help us out here because they did connect the two between ballistics and other things so yeah all right well any other thoughts for you well like I said it, this wasn't near as good as some of his other ones 
And, you know, hopefully in the future, I think, because I think he has a new book out. I, I just sort of see things in passing. I get so many e-newsletters, sometimes it kind of runs together. Together, I know. <laughs> so I think he has a new one coming out. So, but I'm not going to necessarily, like I said, I'm not going to necessarily rush out and put it on hold at the library. But maybe it will be a little bit better plotting to it than than this one with its you know flaws that even <laughs> flaws I could agree with you I mean I just I said I think the main reason I gave it a good rating and not a bad one is because I really liked I said Amos and everything I you know I thought that would be really tough to have a you know basically a middle lower middle class but a good life and then in a second everything's you know gone and you've already gone through this horrible you know, thing where you almost died twice, the injury. With the football injury, yeah. With the football injury, and he gets all this other perfect memory. But to me, you know, even without a crime involved, that would truly be a curse. That would just be so horrible. Yeah. Because, you know, we all have things that we aren't proud of. And to remember every little thing about your life or these other things, I could kind of see how someone could, one horrible event like that could really send you in a downward spiral, even without the, the money, you, you know, as, mm-hmm. and I, especially with his perfect memory, to be able to see that over and over and over again. I, I don't know. I mean, I, I'm not one to advocate suicide, but I could see how he was tempted a couple of times to, you know, right. suicide. Yeah, so I guess for, you know, overall, as a group, it seems like we enjoyed it and we were entertained by it. Yep. So I guess job done. (laughs) Next month was maybe even better or, or, you know, something that appeals to more of us. Yeah, next month we're discussing Little Black Lies by Sharon Bolton. And I'm looking forward to that one. It sounds interesting. Well, we'll hope for the best. Yeah. So that's our discussion of Memory Man by David Baldacci. Thanks to our listeners for tuning in. As always, please continue to leave us your comments below. Tell us what you think. Did you read Memory Man? And do you agree with us or disagree? Stay tuned for our next episode. Bye. Bye.